Hi guys, welcome back to the Honestly Podcast. I'm Gianna. I'm Caitlin. And we are so excited for the second episode. We just want to say thank you so much for all of the support and love on our first episode. Yeah, and today we're talking all about seeking discomfort and uh, facing fears. talk about on this podcast is what exactly seeking discomfort is so the idea basically is just like putting yourself in situations that are quote-unquote uncomfortable so that you can push your limits and like push yourself to grow Mm -hmm. um so it's really all about just like throwing yourself into this unknown and just like figuring it out as you go and just making sure that you're always you're like constantly doing that you're constantly putting yourself in uncomfortable situations um to just, like, see how far you can take it, mm-hmm. in a way. What is it to you? Like, do you have a different... Yeah, um, I was, like, reading just, like, a little, like, simple article about it and, like, why it's important. And it was just saying that, like, when you're un- when you're comfortable being uncomfortable, it actually brings more opportunity. Mm-hmm. And I think that people don't always realize that, but when you're able to push yourself and do something that you probably wouldn't do and get over that fear that's holding you back from doing it and it makes you, it opens up so much more for you and I think that that's you know that's the way that we're called to live so we can live to our fullest potential and I think once you get in the habit of doing that once you are able to overcome the temporary um, discomfort discomfortable situations it actually sets you up for a long term um, yeah, absolutely. And it's not like, I think people hear the word discomfort and they're turned off because they're like, I don't, why, like, why yeah, in the world would I do that? But it's, yeah, no one likes, likes to be uncomfortable. But it's not, and it's not also um, about putting yourself in, like, morally compromising situations. It's not like seeking to, oh, like, oh, I think this is really bad. I should do that just to yeah, be uncomfortable. No. It's not about that. It's about, like, putting yourself, like, testing your, like, physical, mental limits of just, like, how how big you can take like your dreams basically mm-hmm. and then yeah, that's just sure kind of what it is um so I want to ask you like what is the time where you like sought discomfort and it paid off like it was something that was scary but you're like I'm gonna do this because it's hard and because it will help me grow and then it benefited you mm-hmm. yeah um so one moment that I remember specifically is my sophomore year of high school um there was a, a church right by my house and I had played there before, um, just for like simple little like songwriter sessions and stuff. But um, I was asked to come open up for a singer songwriter, Caitlin Smith. And for those of you that don't know her name, she is based out of Nashville, and she is um, she originally was just writing songs for like Megan Trainer and John Legend and just like big names. And then she came out and wrote her own album, and then was like touring. And so I got asked to open up for her, and obviously I was very intimidated because I don't have that kind of experience that she had. Um, And so I just remember going there, and I had to do the warm-ups and testing the mic and stuff. And I went before her, and it's just me and my guitar, you know, I'm like really (laughs) low-key. And then like she goes up with her full band, and she has um, an electric guitar and this awesome voice and I was just super intimidated and I just remember I started crying because oh. I was I was just thinking like oh why like I'm not good enough to open up for her like this is really scary and she has a lot more experience than me 
Um, but then one of my uh, one of my neighbors and like good friends that was there, she kind of just gave me a little pep talk, and she was saying how um, she was like um, the woman Jamie is the one that asked me to come open up, and she said she didn't want to ask anybody else. She specifically asked you because she thinks you are the only person around this area that would be good enough to open up for her, and so that like really boosted yeah. my confidence. And then I got up there and and sang and um, okay, so it was um. The event we had admission like ten hour admission. It was it was supporting to stop human trafficking and like bring awareness to that. And it's just kind of funny because sometimes when you are scared to do something, you're not always gonna do it right to the first yeah. time. Like part of you will do it right and then you'll mess up and that's okay. You kind of just have to laugh it off. But there was just a moment. There was a moment like that for me where I got up there right before I sang and I just said, thanks guys for coming out and supporting human trafficking. <laughs> like, oh. ah! And the funny thing is, I didn't notice when I was saying yeah. it, I just, I just said it and then I went into like, my song. song. Yeah. yeah, I was so like, just, you know, whatever, nervous <laughs> and just wanted to play. And then it wasn't until afterwards, I think my brother or someone was like, did you realize you said that? And then I was like, oh no. <laughs> But that's funny because, like, you did it, though. And, like, even though there was, like, you know, you had that, like, little mishap. Yeah. It's just funny looking back at it now. But, like, you had a little mishap and you had, like, that moment of, like, complete and utter fear before where you're just breaking down. Having done that now, like, I'm sure you've had so much more confidence going into, like, any live gig where you're just like, yeah, I did that. I yeah. overcame that fear of, like, singing in front of people. And even if you still have, like, that fear when you go, like, when you do those things, just having that in your back pocket just, like, opens so mm. many more... Yeah, Jeez. it's just having those different experiences, yeah, like you said, in the back of your mind, your back pocket, when you encounter another situation like that, yeah. where you have to overcome a fear, you kind of remember that, oh, I did this once before, and I can do it, and I know it's going to be okay, you know? Yeah, it's like literally just like overcoming the voice in your head that's like, no, don't do it, that's really scary, and you're just like, no, actually, and even like, it can be, it can be the voice in your own head, it can be other people too, like, I remember... When I was in high school, I think it was also my, or maybe it was my sophomore year, I think. Mm-hmm. Um, I was in, I used to compete in, like, culinary competitions. And so my freshman year, my friend and I, we were a team. We flew to Boston to compete in this cake decorating competition. We didn't place, like, we didn't do that well. And so, like, the next year, we were, like, going into training for it. We were, like, we're going to go bigger and better, and we're going to just, like, work so much harder. And, um... I remember we had this very, like, elaborate cake that we were doing, like, it was, like, you cut into it, and there was, like, a checkerboard, and there was, like, all these different elements, and we'd never made the cake perfectly once. Um, We'd nailed, like, different aspects of it different times, but, like, not all together had we, like, nailed it. And I remember my coaches took us aside at, like, a practice one time, and they were, like, they sat us down, and they're, like, we think you should take out, like, this element of the cake, because you guys have never made it once, you're, like, you're, um, what is it? Biting off more than you can chew. Mm-hmm. Not, pun not intended. <laughs> but, um, yeah, just, you're, like, you're taking on too much, and we think you should cut this out. And I remember, like, sitting there with my friend, and it was so crazy because, like, we had failed the year before, but something in us was like, no, like, we can do this. And I remember telling my coaches, which was, like, so, such a fun, like, um, such a, like, monumental moment in my life, where... I was like, to, we, we looked at each other and we looked at them and we were like, no, we're gonna, we're like, we're going to stick with what we said we would do because we believe that we can do it if we like mm-hmm. work hard enough. And um, we ended up sticking with our original plan. 
against our coaches like advice we went to boston we made it perfectly the only time we made it perfectly was in competition yes. and we won the gold medal so like, that awesome. was so fulfilling and like it was literally that moment of like this is hard this is something like we've never done before it's something uncomfortable but just <clears throat> excuse me but just like believing in yourself and ourselves enough to do it was like such a big payoff and mm-hmm. i think after that moment i had so much more confidence in myself and like my own abilities and not letting anyone limit me because yeah. like that was a big moment where like my coaches which was kind of funny because the coaches are the ones that are supposed to like push you when you don't believe in yourself mm-hmm. um but they just were like trying to limit us being like you know you've never done it perfectly maybe you should just maybe you should just aim lower mm-hmm. and i mean they said it out of like love they didn't want us to embarrass ourselves in competition and all this stuff but we were like no like don't tell us to aim lower. Like, we, we're going to aim big. It's like, yeah. And I think that that was, like, super fundamental in my life. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And I think I think that's really important, too, in seeking discomfort is being able to, when different people come in your life and tell you, no, I don't think you can do that, or you should probably try to do this, or yeah. know, aim lower, like you were saying. It's, um, it's uncomfortable to sometimes tell those people, especially if they're people that are close to you. Or, like, an, yeah, an authority Or an to authority you. or yeah. something, and you have to, you know, you know in your heart, it sounds like cliche, but it's like, you know you have to follow your heart, and you know what <laughs> yeah. you can do and what you're capable of, and being able to push yourself and then tell those people, no, I'm going to aim higher, and yeah. I can do a lot better. I think that's yeah. important. Yeah, so one of my film professors actually was talking about this this past week in, in our documentary class. He was saying how, like, don't let anyone tell you you're small. And don't let anyone limit your dreams because, like, the God that made you is, like, so much bigger than anything you could, like, any plans that you could ever have for yourself. So you have to, like, believe that there's so much more for you out there. Mm-hmm. Like, even yeah. just, like, and it's all, that. that's why I think seeking discomfort is, like, just take the next step. And it's not necessarily, like, knowing exactly where you're going to go or, like, what the height of your abilities is, but, like, step by step figuring out that it's, like, more than what you have now. Mm-hmm. So it's all about like, okay, like I've never done this before. I'm gonna put myself in that situation and just like feel it out and just like do my best and then like grow from that and then take the next step. And it's mm-hmm. all just about that process. And yeah, know. it's all about like continuing to grow because yeah. if we're just, um, you never want to be going backwards or just stuck in the the yeah. same place. Like the goal is to be always, even if. It's- so that's kind of like my next question is like. I mean, we kind of touched on it, but what does that lifestyle look like of seeking discomfort? Like, what is that, um, what is someone who seeks discomfort, like, what, what do they do that other people don't, I guess? Mm-hmm. And I think for me, like, in my experience, is that they put themselves in situations where they don't know if they'll succeed. Mm-hmm. And they're okay at taking the risk. Yeah, and they put themselves in challenging situations. Yeah, and they don't, they're not afraid of failure. Yeah, and yeah. they don't settle or take the easy road. I think no way, they, yeah. They strive and they're, like, seeking to seeking get on the high road. Like, no, but yeah, <laughs> I don't just, know how to say it. Like, yeah, they're, they're just, they're striving to, to be better and to, um, like, I'm trying to figure out how to say it. Um, to improve themselves, almost, or, like, push yeah. their and to go the the road less traveled is that yeah the road less yeah traveled. yeah yeah that's what I was trying to say <laughs> yeah no definitely and I think it's really interesting too it's I think something that people that seek discomfort they do it like they practice it always mm-hmm. in the smallest in the things, things yeah because yeah. like there's that quote that's like you are what you repeatedly do mm-hmm. and it's so true and it's like if you are constantly trying to grow 
you're gonna grow. Like yeah. that sounds obvious, but it's like yeah. and if even you just play it safe, you're not gonna get exactly. Anywhere. Yeah, and that doesn't mean you know you can't fail at all in it. No, like, you know that's what it you means. Should you should continue yeah, to grow. Yeah. yeah, and so it's like I think yeah, living that lifestyle of seeking discomfort means to even knowing in your head that you want to continue to grow and you want to continue to challenge yourself and not be afraid to fail and to like take those risks because if you don't then you know you're never going to grow you're never going to know the the limits to what you're yeah and what we were talking about before about like kind of silencing the voice in your head that's telling you like don't do it Mm -hmm. you have to practice doing that as well because it like it takes like a skill like it's, it's something you have to like develop mm-hmm. like um i was telling you before about this time i went like cliff jumping and it was so interesting like just being aware of like my own mental state as it was happening mm-hmm. like going to the edge of a cliff and <laughs> about to jump your brain is like do not do this this is bad but you you know it's like you know it's safe enough to jump or whatever yeah. and you're like no it's just like a fear and i'm going to do it anyway mm-hmm. but it's funny because as soon as you go to the cliff get scared and back off it's that much harder to go back and do it again. Because there's this quote, I think it's Jordan Peterson, where he says, like, our anxiety systems are very practical. They, like, then I'm paraphrasing, but he's like, our anxiety systems are very practical because your brain tells you you, something is, like, unsafe, and they know that by the fact that you ran away from it. So it's like, as soon as you run away from something, your brain's like, oh, that's bad, like, don't do it. Mm -hmm. And that's just you. Like, that's just coming from you. Like, your brain only knows it's unsafe because, like, you told it it was. Yeah. So you have to practice, like, being like, no, no, no. This is a good... You, like, you you look for, like, the higher good in it. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, and you train your, your mind to... Focus on that rather yeah. than the scariness. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and that can be applied, like, that's, like, cliff jumping is, like, one example, but that can be applied to, like, any aspect of your life. Yeah. Just, like... The smallest things like the biggest thing. Yeah. yeah. Like, moving across the country to go to college or yeah. whatever. Like, it's, like... Or just getting up in the morning. Like... <laughs> Yes. <laughs> like, for real, though, like, because that's a thing of, um, uh, like, mind, what is it, like, mind over body? Yeah, mind over matter. Or mind over matter. Yeah. yeah like, where you, because your body's, like, it's just, like, and could, like, stay in bed, like, <laughs> yes, all day, yes. and your mind's, like, no, like, get up now, get up now, but it's, like, I don't know, it's, like, choosing what to, to follow. Yeah, what to follow, and, like, choose your master. Good. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> choose your master. Yeah, no, definitely, that's it. That, to me, is kind of the essence of what seeking discomfort is. And, like, definitely it is a practice and something you have to do, you have to work at. Because mm-hmm. once, it's a, it's starting with the little things and just moving into, like, the bigger choices in our life. Yeah. And it's not something you'll just learn overnight, you know, it's, a, I think yeah. it's, it's a lifestyle. It's a lifestyle. Saying, yeah, it's going to take some practice. Is there something that you, like, haven't overcome yet that you still, like, fear and you want to, like, tackle? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Well, I would say this kind of a small thing, like heights, <laughs> but then there's a deeper thing that I'll talk about, but, um, yeah, I mean, that's like kind of silly, but that's actually a fear for a lot of people, heights. Oh, yeah, definitely. <laughs> I'm not someone that I can't, like, I don't get scared, well, that's probably dumb to say, I was like, I don't get scared on airplanes, but you're inside something. <laughs> oh, well, no, that's I don't know if people, yeah, people get scared. My girlfriend's scared. <laughs> And I'm like, I don't get scared of, like, like, I've climbed on roofs before, like, mm-hmm. climbing up trees. Like, yeah. I'm not, like, one of those people that, like, I yeah. can't, like, anything. Yeah. Like, I have to stay on the ground yeah, the whole yeah. time. <laughs> um, but just, like, little, a little thing is, like, I would love to, um, 
like I never really go on roller coasters because yeah. I'm always in my head like no that's way too scary like, that's yeah. way too high or, yeah. like um like cliff jumping like that would like that sounds yeah. amazing but I feel like I, mean, I would be at the yeah. end like I would be like oh my gosh no 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 yeah but I feel like I would just feel super awesome after yeah. I would like oh, accomplish yeah. that but that's just like a yeah I guess like a we more silly cliff jumping Yes. Or skydive. Oh, <laughs> man. <laughs> I really want to I like build myself up. But that's, that was such a practical example, yeah, of, like, if you did it in small things, like, overcame, like, little heights, and, like, you were, yeah. got used to doing that, of, like, just telling your brain, no, this is mm-hmm. fine, and, like, doing that, you could build your way up to skydiving. Like, that's, yeah. def- that's just how it works in, like, every situation, so, yeah. Yeah. I mean, I have, like, gone, I'll tell myself, I'm like, oh, I did all the Disney rides. So, like, <laughs> Does he have to know how to like, people are just like, that was not roller coasters. Yeah, it's, people don't know what that is. <laughs> yeah, yeah, it's just for you. Um, but, uh, okay, yeah, but uh, more, like, deeper, I guess, fear, that is kind of just always there, yeah. but I think you can, like, overcome it or help yourself by what we were saying is living a lifestyle, seeking discomfort, but I think a lot of people struggle with this fear of just, um, Think, um, not wanting to settle in life and just thinking that they're not going to be good enough yeah. and hoping that they um, can look back at the end of their lives and know that they used all of their talents and all their abilities and they just were lived their life with purpose, you know? Mm-hmm. Um, and I think that, that that isn't something I could just overcome overnight yeah. or something, but I think it, it comes down to living that lifestyle of seeking discomfort because if I am choosing every day and when challenges come and putting myself in situations where it's hard for me but I'm growing and I'm you know I have this passion I have the desire like singing or, or filmmaking or storytelling or just like anything whatever it is mm-hmm. I want to do in life if I'm like choosing to do those things well and then even when it's uncomfortable and putting myself in situations where I know I'm not the best but I can grow from it and if I am striving to live that life, I think then I, I'll get to the end of my life and be like, yeah, I did, I did the best that I could, yeah. you know, then just, if I was always seeing comfort, then yeah. I'll get to the end of my life and be like, yeah, I did settle. Yeah, no, absolutely, it's almost yeah. like, yeah, your fear is literally directly overcome by seeking discomfort, mm-hmm. and that's like a perfect example of it, because, yeah, you won't be able to know, like, how, how much you could do if you don't push the limits of what you're already doing yeah and like trying it and get better at that mm-hmm. yeah I think for me a fear is like has always been like letting people down and I feel like yeah it's hard because I don't it's something that you can like work to overcome but again like kind of the shadow of it is always there of like and it's almost not like being good inevitable enough. I know and I think everyone has yeah. it um like I've never I don't think I've ever met a person that's been like yeah, I'm perfect. Like, I'm good enough for anyone. Like, you know mm-hmm. what I mean? There's always that fear no. of, like, not mm-hmm. being good enough. Um, and I think that's the core, like, the fear of letting people down. Of being like, oh, maybe, like, if they really knew me, they wouldn't be impressed. Mm-hmm. Or if maybe I, I was think. better at this, I'd be, they'd be yeah. impressed with yeah. or something. Yeah. Which is, like, it's realizing, like, no, like, I guess it comes down to, like, believing that you're good enough, like, for yourself. Like, being, like, being fine with where you're at, and I think, honestly, like, seeking dis- honestly, seeking discomfort has helped me get there, because it's, like, I know that I'm becoming, like, working on be- bettering myself, and, like, mm-hmm. becoming a better person, Yeah. so I'm, like, I 
care less about what other people think of me because I know, like, I'm working on myself and that's enough yeah, for me. Exactly. So, like, that really has helped me get, like, work on getting over that. I mean, like, it's still there and it still, like, lingers. Mm-hmm. But um, definitely, like, focusing more on just improving myself and being, like, don't really care what you think of me because I know I'm doing the best I yeah, can. Yeah, and you know that you're on this journey. Yeah, life. and then knowing that, like, it's funny because, like, I think the fear of, like, not being good enough and stuff is almost like you don't want to let people see you fail. But then coming to terms with failure, like, recently, I've been, like, I'm fine with failure. Mm-hmm. Like, I know I'm growing from failure, so why do I care what other people think when I fail? Like, they don't really know that this process that I'm going through and this journey that I'm on, like, they don't. Yeah. There's no way they can understand that fully. So, like, being fine with people seeing you fail, mm-hmm. that's a big, like, that's a big, like, milestone. I think that I've come to where I'm, like, I mean, I'm not perfectly there because there's still that kind of, like... Well, there's always, like, pride. In pride, yeah. absolutely, yeah, yeah. Definitely definitely a thing. <laughs> um, but, yeah, just coming to terms of, like, well, I'm fine with failure. I know what failure gives me, and it's something, like, good and beautiful. So, like, I'm not really that worried about mm-hmm. as much. But, I mean, it's still, it's still, like, yeah. there. But I'm working on it. <laughs> So I think, well, I think the thing about discomfort that makes it, like, so, like, makes it work, I guess, so much is that it requires you to work. Mm-hmm. Like, you can't just, like, expect uncomfortable situations to, like, find, like, you just to be placed in them. That's why we say, like, seek discomfort, because it requires yeah, you to, to seek go it out. Yeah. and to go out and find it and put yourself into those situations. And um, I think that's the biggest thing, like, kind of as, like, a takeaway is, like, Go and look for situations that, like, things you've never done before, places you've never been, like, people you've never talked to, and put yourself in situations where you have to figure it out. Mm-hmm. You have to, like, throw yourself into the deep end and force yourself to learn how to swim. Like, that is literally all seeking discomfort is. And that is why it's so effective, is because you have to. Once you throw yourself in the situations, you have to learn how to swim, or you're going to die. Yeah. Like, that's it. That's just the bottom line. You don't so, die. You don't die. <laughs> so, but um, but yeah, because yeah. I think because that like sometimes has made me mad when people um, they're they're like just bitter or like angry mm-hmm. about life, and they're yeah. kind of just like, yeah, well, whatever. Like life sucks, and like, I don't really have much going for myself. And it's like because you're not like seeking, seeking or striving to like. Yeah. make something better it's like yeah you're not gonna get anywhere by just being in the same routine of just like sitting at your house like not going anywhere not making any friends like yeah that's not gonna help yourself out so I think that yeah that's like that's yeah that's what you good. said is like really good advice for people um and like it can be something like if you're trying to like if this is something that you don't normally do like if you don't aren't normally pushing yourself and if you're not normally like oh, I'm going to find an opportunity to fail because it is kind of, it seems unnatural Mm -hmm. because, like, it is more, it's more, it's easier to be comfortable, obviously. Um, But I would say, like, look for little opportunities, like, on the daily. Yeah, exactly. Be like, oh, that person, like, like, say you're, I don't know if you're in, whoever's listening to this, like, if you're in high school or something and you're like, oh, I never talked to that person in the cafeteria. Well, I'm just going to, like, sit with them at lunch. Like, that's uncomfortable because you're like, it could be a super awkward conversation. I have no idea. It could be dead silent. But you kind of just yeah. push yourself because you're like, okay, I did that. I, I've been wanting to talk to that person. I finally did. And now I can say I've done mm-hmm. it. And then you'll, like, it'll be easier going to the next time. Or, like, um, I don't know, if you're in college and you're like, I really want to take that elective that, like, but I don't know if I'd be good at that. Like, if you're like, oh, I want to take a photography class or whatever. I've never done before. Everyone yeah. will be better than me. Mm-hmm. I'm gonna suck. It's like 
Just sign up for it. Yeah, just shut up the voice in your head and just do it. Just do it. But there's so many ways. Like, those are just random examples. Yeah, exactly. But, like, yeah, yeah, even because I find myself doing this um, just recently is because I wanted to start getting back into the habit of working out and, like, Mm, taking care of myself. And, I don't do you know that moment when sometimes you, you like, know and you're like, I need to go work out now, yeah. or, like, it's not yeah. going to happen? Yeah. And in that moment, it's, like, you have to say yes. You have to make And a lot of the times, you don't want to go do it in that moment, and that's uncomfortable, but you have to go push yourself and do it anyways. Yeah. And then afterwards, you're, you feel so good about yourself, <laughs> and it's all yeah. good, but that's just, like, little ways that, yeah, you can seek discomfort every day, too, if you don't know where to start. Yeah. And then, like you said, yeah, as you continue to do it in the little ways, then you will see it happening in bigger opportunities. Yeah. And people, too, have to realize that there is, um, there's always a reward afterwards, mm-hmm. too. You know, it's not like it's just, like, discomfort all the time. Oh, yeah. yeah. <laughs> it's just, like, there's a moment and a temporary... There's a payoff. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Just like, like I was saying, with, like, working out, you don't want to go do it, it's, like, uncomfortable when you first start but then afterwards you know you're like sweating you feel awesome and you're just like yes Uh, endorphins and yeah yeah it's like it's not um and even like the payoff can be like the fact that you did it Mm -hmm. or it can be even like the failure and like the lesson you learned like it sounds sad you're like oh i don't want to fail and learn a lesson like i just want to do you know but once you like realize like I mean, I'm sure we can all look back on our lives and see failure that we're like, yeah, I'm really glad I had that because that actually put me in the right direction or, like, put me on the right path or it showed me this or that. And that is, like, quote-unquote, a quote-unquote reward in Mm -hmm. itself. Um, Seeking discomfort is going to be uncomfortable at first, especially if, if you're new to choosing that and living that lifestyle. But remember that as you continue to make those choices being uncomfortable will get like somewhat more comfortable because you'll be more used to it mm-hmm. and it will open up opportunities for you and you'll be seeing yourself accepting challenges and yeah. you know doing putting yourself in cer- certain situations that you never thought that you could i think yeah i think the biggest thing about a lifestyle of seeking discomfort is a mental switch that where most people feel something uncomfortable, they run away from it. Mm-hmm. Once you feel something uncomfortable, you're like, ooh, this is the sweet spot. This is where I gotta go. This is where I gotta yeah. push into and face, you're like, I'm uncomfortable because there's a fear there. What is my fear? Why, what is holding yeah. me back? And Let's look at it dead in the eye and be like, screw you, I'm gonna what get over bitch. it. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> like literally, that is what seeking discomfort is. It's like, oh, I feel What's uncomfortable, let's dangerous? press it. Oh, you're what a danger. It's <laughs> um, real, it's like good. It's pushing into that and being like, who are you? Why are you there? And like, I'm gonna get rid of you. Swat that. <laughs> get it. Yeah. <laughs> um, but yeah, that's like literally that to me. What seeking discomfort is, and I think it's, it is, more than worthwhile. It is like the only to me. It's like the only way to live. Mm-hmm. If you're not seeking discomfort, if you're not pushing yourself, if you're not like trying to figure out what your fears are, why they're there, and trying to overcome them you're not growing, and life is all about growing and um, becoming the best version of yourself, and I think seeking discomfort is so fundamental for that, and so necessary. Yeah, and remembering that it's always, it's always like a moment, 
a temporary moment of that and there is always like a payoff or reward yeah yeah this sounds like um this reminds me of the spider spider-man into the spider-verse that's like I the, the whole seen story that. You have no, it? No, I really want to know. Oh my gosh, you need to watch okay. it. Okay. Well, what were you going to say though? What's the... But I was just going to say that, like, he, the main character, oh, I forget his name, but like the main. Spider Man? <laughs> Spider Man? But there's like different Spider Man. Oh, okay, so it's okay. like Spider Verse. I don't know. But um, he, the whole time, is like too scared. Like, he, he can be Spider Man yeah. and like jump off buildings and, you know, yeah. shooting his webs and being Spider-Man stuff, but the whole time he's, like, has this fear that's, like, holding him back the whole movie. Yeah. And then, um, it's, like, he gets towards the end of the movie and he, like, finally overcomes it and there's, like, this super cool part where he, um, the song starts playing and it's, like, what's up, danger? And he, like, jumps off the building and then he just, like, <laughs> lets himself, like, fall. It's, like, slow motion. I don't know. It's just, like, it's really that's cool. That's you have to see it, but. I wish that song played every time I, like, got over here. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> That'd be funny. Yeah. Um, but that kind of wraps up what we were talking about today. Um, so that brings us to the end of our podcast today. We hope you enjoyed um, the conversation on seeking discomfort. Last time we did a segment uh, where at the end we said a quote that kind of, like, inspired us or, like, pertained to the subject we were talking about. So we're going to do that again because we haven't actually thought of any other segment to do yeah, in the podcast. Not. So if you have any ideas, DM us. Um, we would love to hear them. Yeah. Um, but for now, we're sticking with the quote idea. So we're both going to just say a quote that pertains to seeking discomfort and facing fears and stuff. Do you want to mm-hmm. go first? All right. Yeah. So my quote um, is, discomfort is the currency of your dreams. Which I, think I like that. It's really cool. That is, yeah. It is. It's bad. Yeah, what is yours? My quote is from Muhammad Ali, and it says, Impossible is just a big word thrown around by small men who find it easier to live in the world they have been given than to explore the power they have to change it. Impossible is not a fact, it's an opinion. Impossible is not a a declaration, it's a dare. Impossible is potential. Impossible is temporary. Woo! I like that one, because it's just like all about don't take what people have given you, find it yourself, like make, Mm -hmm. make your own life. Um, so thanks guys for tuning in to another episode of honestly podcast if you guys liked this episode please give us a rating on the podcast and podcast um, app yeah. yeah the podcast app five stars hopefully yeah. <laughs> um, but share with your friends share it on social media we love seeing you guys post it to your stories that you guys yeah that was so inspiring it. so thank you to everyone who did that we love you so much yeah that was um, awesome also, yeah, follow us on Instagram, and also for any Android um, users, we have our podcast on SoundCloud as mm-hmm. well. So yeah. if you just search Honestly Podcast, we should be there. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And also, like you said last time, if you guys um, have any ideas for topics that you want um, to hear about, or just like any questions that you have that you'd like us to answer, like please just comment or um, DM us. Yeah. We would love, we would love to, suggestions. Yes. We'd love to again, answer them and hear about them. Yeah. This is just our second episode. So we're still learning mm-hmm. how to do this and um, trying to find our way. So yeah. Any suggestions, we welcome them. But thanks for tuning in and uh, we'll catch you guys next time. Mm-hmm.